This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. How does the person answering the telephone affect your company's revenues? A lot. If that person sounds like, hello, i.e. death warmed over, you'll experience many hangups and people not wanting to have their needs taken care of by your company. If you do it right, then you have a better chance of generating revenues. You'll recognize my guest today, Zach Garside of Power Selling Pros, because he's been my guest in the past. Now, we decided to do something different and have a little fun today. I asked Zach to invite a customer of his to tell the good, the bad, and the ugly. And Todd Dagonar, who is the owner of Hometown Hero Appliance, has agreed to do that. So, Todd and Zach, welcome to Contractor Sense. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. So let's talk about this. You know, it's it's always fun. I mean, for me, it may not be for you two, but it is fun for me to bring people back and have a customer with them so that we can, yeah, you can talk about what you do and everything else like that. But it's always so much better from a customer perspective, at least from my my thoughts and beliefs. So Todd, talk a little bit about what what, what Hometown Hero Appliance is, how you got started and how you found Power Selling Pros. Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. So uh, <clears throat> Hometown Hero Appliance Repair has been in business since 1988. We do home appliance repairs like washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators, things like that. And we've uh, we've had a couple names over the years. As we've grown, you know, we've had to adapt a little bit. So we started out in 1988. My grandparents started it at their kitchen table as Nebraska Washer and Dryer Service. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> we, we made it about a year with that name and realized that there probably weren't enough washers and dryers to keep up with where we wanted to go. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we became Nebraska Home Appliance and, and uh, we kept that name until this year, actually, but we've been expanding so rapidly over the past few years. You know, we were centered in Omaha, Nebraska, um, but we expanded to Lincoln, Nebraska, which is about an hour away, we put up a new office in Urbandale, Iowa, so Des Moines, Central Iowa, and we just opened in Kansas City, um, actually in Overland Park, Kansas last year. Um, so we had outgrown our name yet again. Uh, those, uh, you know, Hawkeyes and Chiefs fans and those other states weren't a big fan of the Nebraska. Yeah, I'll um, bet they weren't. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it took a little bit to overcome, but uh you know, you, you have to embrace change in order to grow. So that's what we've been doing. And when we see opportunities to make things better, we take them, you know, which is how we got introduced to Power Selling Pros about 10 years ago, I think, Zach. It's been a while. Yeah, so, at, least, at least 10 years. So have you been working together for 10 years or did it take you a while to say, yeah, I really want to work with these guys? <laughs> so we, we got introduced to uh, Power Selling Pros maybe 2011 at an industry trade conference. And, you know, the thing about those conferences in the, in the beginning, if you haven't been a part of them before, you go in thinking you know everything, 
You're like, I just want to see what all these other jokers are up to, you know? Yeah. And you, you have your mind, you know, just blown wide open. You see all these things and you go, oh man, why didn't I think of that? Why am I not doing that this way? And uh, that, that was a big catalyst for us. Um, I grew up in the business. You know, I've worked every job here from answering the phones, uh, which you never quite outgrow that one, you know, to selling parts at our retail parts counter, uh, managing. I've worked as a technician in the field. I've worked as a trainer. And uh, in, in uh, 2011 was when, you know, I purchased the business from my, my grandparents. And so that was right about when we ran into power selling pros. And all I knew is I wanted to change everything. <laughs> Okay. You know, <laughs> nothing the same. You know, the whole time you're working in the place, you're like, man, if I was in charge, you know what I'd do? Whatever they're doing, I wouldn't do. You know, I'd change it all. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we encountered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, after a while, you realize why some things were the way that they were. <laughs> and so some things you change back. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, at, at the uh, ASTI, which was the Appliance Service Training Institute for United Servicers Association. Uh, now it's United Appliance Servicers Association. They had a trade show that year. Um, and I, I think it was our first time going. And we met on the trade show floor, uh, Brigham Dickinson from mm -hmm. Power Selling Pros. And I forget who else was there. But the, the things that he had to say, you know, just made a big impact. His, his personality, his way of speaking, his way of looking at the world you immediately realize that this guy knows something. He has something figured out that the rest of us don't. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then you do your due diligence after the fact to make sure that he's not just really good at the sales aspect that, that he's got the, <laughs> yeah, they got the, the training, you know, the experience mm -hmm. to back it up. And let me tell you, he does, um, in my years of training with power selling pros, I did the phone training myself, just like their frontline CSRs for probably seven or eight of those years. And uh, I worked with Brigham directly. I worked with, you know, other people in the organization at different trainers. And I got to hear Brigham's calls, you know, where he would talk to customers and, you know, show all of his principles in action. But, uh, you know, the, at the time I was a little put off by the name, you know, power selling pros. Nobody likes to think of themselves as a salesperson. But, uh, you know, they had, and maybe they've softened it a little bit more, you know, instead of just selling, you know, it's book more calls, win more moments. And, you know, that's what it did for us. It definitely changed the tone of the organization by having all of our CSRs in that training accountable for what went on on the phones. And, uh, you know, having the people who were in the management roles also going through that training, you know, we were accountable every two weeks if we we didn't behave ourselves. We had to hear it on the phone and, and we had to be asked, you know, what we could have done better. And, you know, I have, I've had some very patient coaches over the years. <laughs> we, we worked with Nathan for at least half of it. Uh, Nathan at PowerSign Pros, and he is a saint. And, and, you know, I, I'd listened to part of a call and I knew I didn't do something very well, or somebody got under my skin and he say, all right, how we doing? I'm like, well, <laughs> it was an organizational change and when I acquired it you know we had maybe 10 employees and you know for a service business that's not small no. um, at this point I think we have about 55 
And uh, I, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say a fair amount of our success um, has come from working with power selling pros and keeping their principles in mind in the way that we talk to our customers and the way that we try to create those wow moments for our customers and go above and beyond. Yeah, cool. All right, before we take a break, Todd, if somebody wants to follow up with you, how do they find you? I'm not hard to find, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so obviously you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find, you know, our company. Uh, it's Hometown Hero Appliance Repair. That's hometownhero.repair. And I'm just Todd, T-O-D-D, at hometownhero.repair. Always happy to talk or call our main office number. But yeah, uh, we, we love spreading the gospel. I've referred a lot of people to the power selling pros over the years, and I've never had anybody come back and, and regret it. Yeah, cool. Zach, we'll talk to you a little bit after break. Is that okay? That sounds wonderful. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Are you one of the contractors who enjoys getting and analyzing your financial statements each month? If not, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to discover what your profit and loss statement and balance sheet are telling you. And you probably are not making good business decisions based on timely, accurate financial statements. You know you have to do something about this, but where do you turn? Root Kings makes your financial statements fun and sexy online course. These easy to understand four sessions explain financial statements in English rather than accounting babble. You'll discover what your financial statements mean and how to analyze them each month. Then you'll have the info you need to spot minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises and run you out of cash. Enroll today. Click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm speaking with Todd Dagonar from Hometown Hero Appliance Repair, who started as Nebraska washer and dryer, grew from grandma and grandpa, bought the business, and is now over 55 employees, you said, I think, before the break? Yeah, that's right, Ruth. And um, attributes a lot of it to power selling pros. So, Zach, you're up. <laughs> All right. How much, yeah, no, seriously, you know, the question that was going through my mind is as you are doing the training and recording the phone calls and listening to the phone calls, is that the most impactful thing that you do? Um, that's a great, wow, that's a, that's an interesting way to, to ask that. Yeah, it's a, the reason that I think people like Todd are successful in our program is because they have a service mindset. We work with a lot of companies that come in and want to solve an immediate problem, like increase our booking rate or increase the number of service agreements we can sell on the phone, or I need you to turn this CSR from about to get fired into five-star superstar. <laughs> and there's maybe she a... doesn't want to be five-star superstar. <laughs> well, may, or maybe she just feels like you're, you don't accept her and you're trying yeah. to change them. Uh, Todd, whenever I talk to Todd, I'm always really impressed and, and quite frankly, blown away by just the, the service mindset. Like we're going to create a great experience for the customer. We're going to do whatever it takes to grow, to improve ourselves, a service mindset, a growth mindset, whatever you want to call it. 
it's kind of impossible to not grow, <laughs> to <laughs> not get better when you, when you possess those traits. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the most impactful thing that we do is provide the accountability, listening to calls and providing personalized feedback on them. But the thing that leads to the most meaningful outcome isn't what we do. It's the way that people like Todd act on it and kind of frame their minds around uh, how to be of service to a customer rather than to provide a service, which is actually something that I stole from you, Todd. Do you remember that conversation? <laughs> no, but whoever <laughs> said it sounds really smart. Did you, you said get that. a royalty, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I did. I, so I did an interview with Todd like uh, a year and a half ago, probably, where I was just asking, I, I had interviewed several of our clients to ask them, how have we changed your life? And why is that important to you, basically? And uh, one of the things Todd said was, we've kind of shifted away from I'm here to give you a service to I'm here to be of service. And I've used that, like literally that clip of you, I've played from stages all over the country in the year and a half since, because it's just so on point yeah. to what, what it takes to be successful with this. Yeah. I'm honored. Absolutely. <laughs> Ask for royalties, residuals. <laughs> If I was getting if, if I was getting paid to be on those stages as opposed to paying for them, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> absolutely from there. So let's let's look at it. I mean, I think, you know, because I've got a lot of my clients who also use power selling pros and you know who they are. So I'm not going to talk about it here. But I think to them, the most impactful thing is actually listening to the calls because they go, Oh my gosh, I sounded like that. You know, mm. it, and, and, and that's really a situation where until you really listen to yourself, until you really listen to how you're coming across to a customer, I think that can be a night or night and day experience. It can be a, you know, this is your wake up call type thing. And you guys do that really well. Hmm. Well, thank you. That's absolutely, uh, absolutely an impactful part of the program right there. Yeah. I mean, I could, I remember, and I will not tell you who you probably know who I remember one CSR saying, I'm never going to say that <laughs> as we go through the scripts and things that really impact the customer and stuff like that. Do you know that she's saying it all the time now? She tells me the story and <laughs> say, you know, when I first listened to that, I said, I'm not doing that. And then she realized why it was important. And the light bulb went on. Yeah. So that's me. Yeah, that's me. I hear that at least once a week. <laughs> what, that I'm not saying that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too cheesy. I'm not going to say that. No, customers don't care about that. They don't want empathy. They just want the lowest bid. Yeah, I hear yeah, that all the time. I don't think so. <laughs> when, when we started out with Power Selling Pros, the way that I answered the phone on a good day was, can I help you? And in that tone, you know, I, I oh did not gosh. care yeah. about helping them. Yeah. At this point, the way we answer our phones is, Thank you for calling Hometown Hero Appliance Repair. This is Todd. How can I be your hero today? And I, I was not going to say that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Like customers love that stuff. Yeah. I mean, they eat that stuff up. It's amazing. Well, if you think about it, the reason is, is when they call and they get that response, it is so different than they get from every, not every other one, but, you know, from 90% of all the other people and you know businesses that they call that really and truly do go hello like you're mm -hmm. in position 
rather than somebody who really wants to give them money. You know, they forget who writes their paychecks. <laughs> Don't get me yeah. started. <laughs> yeah. So it's really the customer who who you know writes your paychecks and doing it really really well um, helps. So. Todd, talk to me about the training now. I mean, I understand it's been a while. Do you still do the same every two weeks or how does it work now? So, uh, you know, as we spent more time with Power Selling Pros, we grew together. So when we started out, um, you know, they they didn't have as many, you know, formalized levels and things like that like they have now. They figured out over time that once you have somebody that is really accountable to the principles, they do a consistently good job you know, not just on the calls that they know are being monitored, but with every customer that, you know, you can hit a little bit more of a maintenance point where you maybe only meet once once a month. Um, <clears throat> and it also gives new CSRs a goal, you know, that they, they want to be proficient. They want to go from, you know, level one to level two and so on. And with those, they get introduced to new principles over time. So they're not overloaded at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our first thing when you're starting as a customer service rep isn't to uh, learn how to ha handle an angry customer, you know, that's flying off the handle. You know, we start with the basics, yeah. you know, be positive, have empathy, you know, say yes and, and, and all these things. And then, you know, you build to a point where you add all the complexity and, and uh, you know, making sure that you can convey everything you can do for the customer and you become an expert. Um, and then once you have that at a really good maintenance point, you know, maybe you only meet with them once a month and, you know, if, if, uh, your performance, you know, starts to change and you start to slack a little bit, maybe you go back to two weeks. We've even had points where, you know, we had a, an employee that really needed the help, you know, they were either going to move up or they were going to move out. Mm -hmm. And our coach, you know, at no additional charge said, I think I'd like to meet with that CSR every week just for the next month and see if we can get them back on track. And, uh, you know, let me tell you things like that, you know, it, it's a wow experience for us as too. I've been on the receiving end of a number of wow experiences from power selling pros. Um, one time when I tried to quit <laughs> because we were just, you're in a situation financially where we hadn't planned things. Well, we had a lot of expenses come up. And I was just calling every recurring subscription we had and saying, we're, we're, we're done, we're out. You know, we lost more money last month than we've ever lost. <clears throat> we just need to plug the holes in the ship. And, uh, you know, Brigham called me uh, and he said, you know, tell me about what's going on. He empathized with me and he asked me, how can I help? I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Do you have a money printing machine? <laughs> I said, no. No, but you know, what if, uh, what if, what if we didn't charge you for next month? You know, would that give you time to get back on track or, you know, why I said, I don't know. I mean, a month probably isn't going to fix everything. Well, you know, what if we defer some of it? Well, we'll just push things off. You know, you let me know when things are at a point where you're ready. And in the meantime, we're going to make sure you can get there, you know, because if you stop training your CSR staff, how are you ever going to get headed the right direction again? And right. little things like that, you know, they're just, they're beautiful. Cool. Mm. Very good. Zach, final thoughts. Yeah, Todd makes me think of, I mean, customer service is not just a department in the company, right? It's a state of mind. 
it's a way of approaching every interaction, every service, every project. It reminds me of contractors who sometimes hold on to things like the dispatch fee or the trip charge, as other contractors call it. And they say, nope, it's $89 just to come out and we're, we're holding to it. And I heard a phone call a couple of weeks ago on the show that I do where this older woman sounded like she was maybe in her 70s or 80s called in about two weeks after having a, uh, a new water heater installed in her home. And she was very upset, emotional about it. She just had it installed and now there were problems again. And she was confused. Like she doesn't know how water heaters work. Sure. So she calls the company and says, I need somebody to come out here and fix this for me. It should be under the warranty. And the CSR just said, nope, it, uh, we're not going to take care of that. It's going to be at least $89 for us to come look at it. And your warranty doesn't help you here. And you, you could just hear the customer, like not just upset, but scared. There's yeah. fear. And the CSR just had no empathy for it. And I, I went to that company and I said, why would you do this to the customer? Like, give me the, give me the business case. Yeah. And they said, oh, well, man, we got to, we got to chart, we got to make that $89. So now we're going out to somebody who's serious. We got to hold on to that dispatch charge is how we filter customers. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's, that's garbage. <laughs> like that customer was afraid. You could have earned loyalty, love, a relationship, word of mouth. Instead, you made an enemy all in the name of 89 bucks. Like you got to contractors and businesses in general need to let go of their fierce grip on bureaucracy and processes and systems and rules and trust and inspire their people to do what's best for the customer. Trust them. Let them... Let them earn your customers' love, not just your customers' business, you know? Absolutely. So, Zach, give us the Power Selling Pros website, please. PowerSellingPros.com slash free is where uh, people who hear us on podcast can go. You just go to that, and it's special gifts for people who find us on a podcast. Terrific. Todd, thank you so much. Zach, thank you so much. Thank you, Ruth. Thanks, Ruth. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.